Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's uh, episode of the Carry On Cast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where you uh, sit in as the pastors talk about upcoming preaching texts and the life of the congregation. It is an absolute joy to be with you again today. I am Pastor Eric, and today I am here with Pastor Kevin. And we are beginning um, discussion on the newest, latest sermon series here at Easter Lutheran Church. It is called Building Our Future. This is going to be a five-week series and here at the start of August. As we kind of um, begin to turn toward fall, I know that's, whoa, that's don't, weird. Don't even don't say, say that. Don't say it. Before you even go any further, <laughs> we need to pause here and just put a full disclaimer on this podcast, right? Yes. And the, and the disclaimer is, Pastor Megan will be back soon. Yes. Don't worry. Have Yay. no fear. I can hear all the applause from here. I know. Here. Rain is over in the corner just trying to not look at us as we do this. <laughs> but um, the truth is she will be back soon and uh, we'll be adding more flow yes. to the podcast. Yes. yes. Please hang in till next week. <laughs> podcast will get really great again. Um. We're so glad that you're listening, though, along yes. with us. And and Pastor Erica is right. I mean, we there's there was a, a dream, right? There was a vision that was planted a long time ago about one site. And one of the things that we'll be exploring uh, in this series is uh, called Building Our Future is to is to begin looking at that and again, praying over that vision. Right. This is not a new idea. This has been something that the people of Easter Lutheran have been holding close for many, many years. And I know Pastor Megan will have more to speak to this soon. Yes. Right. Thank you, Pastor Kevin. Yeah, that's um, that's the future that we're talking about the building of here as we, again, uh, finish out the summer, we'll say. Um, wonderful time of year here in Minnesota. Um, it is. How uh, was it last week at the lake? Was it warm outside? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sometimes every time we gather for worship at the lake, we have two services during the summer, 9 o'clock out at the lake, 10 o'clock at the hill. And the, the, the lake campus, everybody kind of always walks out there like, what's it going what's to it be? What's it going to be today? We don't yeah. know what's going to happen. And yeah. then like one cloud will roll in and then it'll roll by. Actually, it's been it's been beautiful out there. Yeah, it was gorgeous this this last week. And it's it's been I mean, it's uh, it's a heat wave now, but I get I guess. But uh, beautiful summer. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, well, today we are um, going to be looking at Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians 3. Awesome prayer uh, from the author um, for uh, Ephesians, but really it's it's a prayer for all of us, a prayer for Easter Lutheran Church as we mm-hmm. begin this series. It's just a great way to get us started. So. Mm-hmm. Pastor Kevin, would you read that Absolutely. for us? Absolutely. You know, one thing that always strikes me about this particular book in the New Testament is that one of the central images is of a wall, right, that divides people. Yeah. And you think about life right now, and I, and I wonder, maybe even Pastor Eric would comment too, is, you know, what are walls that you're seeing right yeah. now, mm-hmm. um, whether they're literal or physical or just in our minds or spiritual walls that we have going up? But the whole point, I think, for... Ephesians is saying that there is nothing that can divide us from one another, yeah. right? Christ has actually torn down the wall. That's the image yes. of whatever barrier it feels like it's coming up. And and frankly, there's lots of barriers that people are experiencing yeah. today, right? Yeah, that's, that's a symptom of sin is that we just kind of have this motivation to separate 
people from each other and separate ourselves and, you know, us against them. And yeah, that's a great point because the, the book is really talking about how um, it, the Jews and the Gentiles all have a place together in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's strange because sometimes we're people who are not a part of the Christian family, you know, maybe experience this most is when they actually look at the church, they see a group of very divided people because we do disagree about Mm -hmm. lots of different things, right? Whether it's social or political or even um, biblical interpretation. And that, that breaks my heart when I look and see that there's, there's not a lot of places for Christians to figure out how do we actually live together. Right. Mm -hmm. But so that's why this is like incredibly good news to imagine this image of Jesus taking down a wall brick by brick, even within his own family, right? Mm-hmm. Is within his own, the, within the body of Christ itself, so that we could actually see one another and partner with one another yeah. uh, in the work of God. And I, I think that there are some examples, though, that I, I hope you take encouragement for when you feel either, I don't know, dismayed or maybe embarrassed by the church or worried about the church or whatever, is that there are things right here in Easter, right? And and right within our own ministries here that there's multiple churches that are partnering on. I'm thinking about care ministry things, yeah. right? What are some things that multiple churches are partnering on? Well, one example would be Open Door, right? Yep, right. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. As you're saying all this, I'm thinking how it's ironic that, you know, the Christians who divide, you know, as we divide ourselves over various issues, it's ironic because it's sort of the idea is we're trying to keep the faith pure or whatever. But the truth is that Christ encourages us to work together Hmm. and to work toward Hmm. inclusion and figure out ways that we can be the body of Christ, all of us, different members, different parts of the body, having different functions, but all being understanding that the head of our body is Christ. Hmm. Yeah. So you look at Open Doors, a great example of, uh, you know, I'm still new to Easter and Egan enough that I don't know which all churches are involved, but I know it was started by a number of Christian churches in, in Egan and including Easter. But uh, it's about cooperation for the sake of our neighbors in greatest need. Right. And that's what Christians, we can find ways that we agree to work together and mm-hmm. maybe just focus on those. And here at Easter, that's something for us to be thinking about is what, yeah, what kind of divisions, disagreements can we work, can we make ground on together, working together, mm-hmm. uh, remembering that Christ encourages inclusion and encourages us to work together. I really appreciate that reminder that Christ is kind of at the center of all of this or is at the head of the church or, you know, because I think it was Charles Wesley or somebody like that who's kind of said, like, we can disagree on lots of things, but if you trust in Jesus Christ, then I extend you the hand of fellowship. Right. You know what I mean? Like that to me seems like a word of grace in a world where it feels like it's better to kind of have your own corner. Mm-hmm. But Christ doesn't call us to go to our own corner. Christ calls us to our neighbor, calls us to one another, yeah. not away from one another. To put so. our sin to death, the sin that separates us, and just yeah. trust Christ. Trust mm-hmm. in our salvation. We're going to hear about that here, mm-hmm. about the promise that we have yeah. as Christians in Christ. It's a promise from God that we can't, we didn't, we didn't uh, earn it, and we mm-hmm. can't screw it up. It comes from, it's God's doing. It comes from God. Boy, that sounds like something out of the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll start reading now. So I'm just trying to sidetrack you as much as I possibly can. <laughs> so it's not hard to do. Well, you know, it's a team effort. 
So we're, again, picking this up in Ephesians chapter 3, starting in verse 14. And we're literally, like, listening in on a prayer, right? So imagine that you're kind of listening to someone praying for you, and this is what the prayer is saying. Starting in verse 14, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. I pray that, according to the riches of his glory, he may grant that you may be strengthened in your inner being with power through his spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith as you are being rooted and grounded in love. I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Now to him who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than all we can ask or imagine. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus for all generations, forever and ever. Amen. 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 Wow. Right there. That thing just Beautiful. kind of soars out, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> it's really incredible. Wow. Uh, beautiful rhetoric, I think, is what you say. What What mm-hmm. do you? Uh, what stands out to you, Pastor Kevin? Well, you hearing that? yeah, there's, there's so many really good things in there. But one thing to just yeah. go back to is the first verse of chapter 3. This is the reason that I, Paul, am a prisoner for Christ Jesus for the sake of you Gentiles. So here, Mm -hmm. Paul is reminding us what's going on. He's writing from prison, right? Like he's actually, that's, that's that's his situation. And he's recognizing that there's two main communities, the Gentiles and the Jews, and he's trying to bring them down, bring, bring them together. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, by saying that there is a wall that was maybe separating them, Jesus has torn that down. And so then if you jump over to verse seven, it says of this gospel, I have become a servant. So here he's saying again, this is, you know, I'm a servant for this community, for all of you. He's kind of giving us a little bit about what's his deal. He's in prison, he's a servant. Mm -hmm. And then he goes into this prayer, right? Um, And Again, notice just before this passage, verse 13, he says, I pray, therefore, that you may not lose heart over my sufferings for you. Mm-hmm. So, again, asking for perseverance, right? There's this theme going on here that even though there's bad things happen, there's, you yeah. know, God is with us <laughs> kind of in the midst of that. And that's what really leads us up then to verse 14 in the beginning of this prayer, right? Yeah. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family and in heaven and earth takes its name. What do you make of verse 15 there where it's like from every family in heaven and earth? It's like everybody, right? I mean, it's usually we don't get a picture of that big of a connection. You know yeah. what I mean? Between yeah. people. But it, it yeah, just... God is the father of us all. Right? It, yeah. And it makes me think too, not only of, of our worshiping community, but like all of our partners that we have, you know, yeah. at, at here. It's like there's this large thing we're all connected to yeah yeah and going back even a little bit there um as kind of the foundation thanks for pointing out those verses when you're saying that it it strikes me that what paul is saying is uh, leading up to verse 14 is that you know this is what he's been made a servant by hearing the gospel he is his whole life is to share the gospel and He's for this reason he bows his knees or no verse thirteen. Um, Therefore, that you may not lose heart over my sufferings for you, mm-hmm. because he's doing what God 
has uh, inspired in his life, and he's just fulfilling his mission. And then he goes on to pray that we may do the same, that yes. now having heard yes. the gospel, that hmm. we may also hmm. uh, be united with all of God's children and um, be inspired to live out that faith, mm-hmm. which is perfect intro to the building the futures yes you know, because it's a prayer for us at easter exactly and i think that that's huge right to 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 think that this has been this is a prayer for easter yeah uh, pastor megan noted for us that the physical development task force right the pdtf i want you to yeah. buy a vowel somewhere <laughs> <laughs> um that group though which is composed of staff and leaders right from our community they get to um pray for prayerfully um think about you know how do we lead god's people forward in this time and place with all that we've been entrusted the land and the people and all that stuff all that's amazing but they also ground their work in scripture and in prayer. Right. Right? Yes. And didn't you say that this yes. verse, what was it? That you said yeah. that this verse actually is a is a Yeah, from our notes uh prepared uh for this particular install installment of our theme, Pastor Megan noted that that uh verses 20 and 21 are PDTF's key verse. So this is the inspiration for their work. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. So if you look at verse 20 and 21, those two are at the very end of this passage, which is almost like a benediction, something that you'd receive at the end of worship, right? You have this prayer, but then it kind of turns now to him who by the power yes. at work within us, right? right. All, it kind of mm-hmm. turns there from yep. prayer to benediction as we kind of go out to do the work. Now we're actually being sent. We're being commissioned. We're being yeah. all those things. Um, but I love that word power. Now to him who by the power at work within us, mm-hmm. it's not our power. Exactly. And I love that Greek never word. Never has been and it never will be. Thank goodness. It's not our power. No, it's your power. You can have it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't want the power. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus says everybody has it, right? Yes. And we all have it, which is like, well, I can't. This is part of that promise. Right. You do. And that's good news. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you're listening to this podcast is mm-hmm. proof that the Spirit inspires you and moves you in your daily life. Yes, You would exactly. not tune in to hear what's happening at church and what's the good news for this week if the Spirit wasn't leading you and working in your life. Right, So exactly. you have that power. Yeah, exactly. I love that word power because in Greek, it's where we get the word dynamite from. Right. You know, and I always think like God Duna, is... Dunamis? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous, right? one of the only right? Greek words I remember. <laughs> but you got that one. Yeah. And that's the power it's word, the power. right? And that's really all you need to know. Yeah. Is that, you know, we 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 know that Christ was crucified for the forgiveness of our sins, that we have been adopted and made members of uh, God's children, members of the body of Christ. And uh, we cling to that no matter what comes in our life. Um, and as we discern things like the one-site ministry, um, we... We move forward trusting in that power that is at work, even mm-hmm. when we can't see it. Um, you know, that's, that's faith. Mm-hmm. And I also like how Paul talked, or the author, I guess, because sometimes we're not sure if this is strictly Paul or Paul's um, students or whatever. But anyway, uh, faith is the power to comprehend. So mm-hmm. we, these are, and I wrote, um, faith stretches us to know what surpasses knowledge. Hmm. Uh, to comprehend with all the saints, as the verses say. Mm-hmm. But um, faith enables us 
to believe this promise even when we don't see it and um, that it's it's true for us that we have that power at work in us and as a community here at Easter that power is what inspires us and moves us as we uh, pursue um, the work of Jesus Christ according to our mission mm-hmm. um, and this is all God's doing that's yes. what what I really love about this versus the reminder yes that this is a promise we have from God and that he is working through us. Mm-hmm. So we kind of are observing by our own actions how God is at work at Easter Lutheran Church and in our lives throughout mm-hmm. the week. Absolutely. I love, too, how it stretches. This is a cross-cultural word. This isn't just for one group of people, but if we think about our our, our partners, our covenant partners in Guatemala, yeah. think about our covenant partners in Tanzania, Think about our synod partners right here in St. Paul and beyond to know that all of that um, is a gift for them too, that they share in that, in that kind of uh, flow. I mean, I love that, Mm -hmm. that they're trying to say, you know, strengthened. That's one of the promises. You have power, Mm -hmm. you have uh, faith, you know, being rooted somewhere, you know, all of these are good things because Mm -hmm. the, the other side of that is when you don't feel strong or when you feel disempowered, or you don't feel like you have any power, or when you feel like you have a lot of questions, or all of those things. And we would say, well, in the cross, that's a that's a valid human experience, right? Yes. <laughs> you can come in the door and say, it's been a hard week. I actually had someone say that. Uh, it was a hard week. Mm-hmm. And we say, you know what? That's honest. And yep. so is the cross. Tells the truth about sin, tells yes. the truth about death, tells the truth about our lived Preach human experience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I better just slow down now. <laughs> no, I love it. That's but does, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, that's what we're all about. You know, it's, it's like you can come to church and bring honest things here because that's how you build something good yes. is that build that kind of community. Yes. Um, so, And we all need to remind each other of that. You cannot remind yourself of these things. You need yes. to yes. You know, be in Scripture and come to – the gathering of Christians where mm-hmm. we're reminding each other of this promise, especially when it's been a tough week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? You know, there's been lots of times. I mean, I remember growing up at St. Stephen's Lutheran Church in West St. Paul, Minnesota. Our tradition was to um, uh, open the green book to page 54 and kneel for confession. We actually had kneelers in our in our pews and at the church. And I always thought it was just interesting for we, that we would say things and then the pastor would say something, right? Yeah. I mean, what's that like for you when you kind of offer that word of, of, of absolution or forgiveness? Because I think that in some way is meant to restore our power in some fashion, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I, what's that like for me is, I, I mean, to be completely honest and simple, I believe that's the, the one thing that is my role as a pastor is to, is to, you know, we've been given the office to actually forgive sins Mm -hmm. and to, you know, that's the, the word absolution absolve sins. And, um, yeah. So I feel like that when I'm doing that, I know that's, that's, for sure what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. So it's yep. it's good to know that. Yeah, <laughs> the I'm rest of the week, job. we're trying to figure yeah. it out, right. people. But, yeah. <laughs> but in that one moment. <laughs> but it's true, right? I mean, at some level, we we come so that we can be renewed. And that's what he's, that's what he's praying for us for, yeah. right? Is that we would be strengthened in our own inner being with that power 
through his spirit, right? Mm -hmm. Through his spirit. So that's verse 16. But to say that we would have that dynamite inside of us that might dislodge sin, but it also might create space for God's spirit to fill us and pay attention to the needs of our neighbors. Because if you think about all these good things about Easter, all these good things about our congregation and the two sites and all the ministry that's happened over the last 50 years, 50 plus years, whatever it is, to recognize that um, God is at work in all of that, Mm -hmm. right? And filling us up um, so that we can be attentive to that work. But power is mentioned twice. Power Mm -hmm. is mentioned twice in this passage. And then that's what we see as we look back at the history of Easter Lutheran Church. And we are walking forward in faith, trusting that as God did in the past, he will continue. Mm -hmm. And we just need to keep taking one step forward and and trust that it's God's power guiding us. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is the prayer straight out of our Bible for us along those lines. And so we thank you for listening to uh, this, this, this reading and our discussion as we consider how God is at work here at Easter Lutheran Church, and which actually um, gets us to our, our conclusion here. The, this is the Carry On Cast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and carry on, carry on. the work of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Oh